Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the concept of sacrifice and why we are so reluctant to make sacrifices when we are on a pathway of trying to achieve a goal that we really desire. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the evolutionary kind of reasons why we may be resistant to sacrifices and also talking about strategies, how we can reframe this idea of sacrifices and some strategies that may help with that. When you have the desire to make a health change that you know will have a positive impact on your health, one of the things that we as humans struggle with is this idea of sacrifice. Despite having the best desire to make the change and knowing that this change is going to be great for us, we it seems like as humans, we have this resistance to actually make the change, even though we know it'll make us feel better. We just have this reluctance. And with health, so much of it isn't about knowing what to do. I think most people have a pretty good understanding or access to information if we wanted to try to really figure out how to make a health change. Um, but a huge part of it is this mindset piece of it. And this idea of sacrifice definitely falls into that mindset piece. Humans like have this natural aversion to making sacrifices or giving up something that they desire in the short term for a longer term goal. And so some of the reasons biologically, physiologically, psychologically, um, we're going to talk about some of these reasons. So the first one is this instant gratification bias that as humans, we prefer this immediate rewards over delayed rewards. So it's basically part of our evolutionary history when we were trying to find food to survive um, that it was necessary to do that. But now that we have access to food, or hopefully we have access to food, or at least we have more access, hopefully, than we did previously, this bias can make it really challenging to sacrifice um, any, to sacrifice for the longer term. And that's why we're talking about this, because I think if you have to sacrifice for the short term, most people can buy into that a little bit more. But when it comes to health changes, it's doing something and sustaining that change over time. So it ends up being a long-term goal. And it's trying to kind of figure out what is going on in your head. What are some of the things that are happening because you're a human and some of it that's a little bit more unique to you to try to get to kind of understand that into the root of that so that as you continue on your health journey, which I suspect is probably not just a short-term goal, which tends to be much more longer term, how we can kind of reframe and kind of think about things in a different way so that you're not always focusing on the sacrifice, you're focusing on what you're going to get from it too. Something that may be unique to you is your emotional attachment. This is also um, one of the things that come into play when we talk about sacrifice. We develop strong emotional attachments to 
um, certain foods, certain habits, certain behaviors that we do. Um, And some of that can even feel like it's part of our, our identity. And so making any change really shatters us or has a really big impact or really makes us um, feel vulnerable. And so kind of trying to figure out if this is where you fall into when we're talking about sacrifice, because in order to help with that idea of breaking, um, those attachments are going to be something that that may have to be done, but it's going to probably feel really hard. And letting go of that emotional attachment is something that is going to lead you with feelings of like discomfort or displeasure. Another one that people have is fear of the unknown, um, the uncertainty. And I think this can be pretty wide open. It can be the uncertainty of whether that sacrifice is going to lead to the desired or outcome. I think it can be the anxiety and hesitation that comes with making a new change. Um, I think about this all the time when I talk to people about going to the gym and it's like you want to do something, you want to make that, but it's so scary because you don't know what the future entails for you. And so once you can get past that anxiety and that like discomfort feeling, usually at least that first time, it's like it can reinforce like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. But with any health change, there's always going to be the fear of the unknown because you want to make sure, or I think as humans, we feel like if we're going to sacrifice, we want to make sure that we're getting the result and that if we're doing something, it's leading us in the direction of something that's positive. And we don't want to have this feeling of like anxiety or discomfort. So people may be reluctant to make sacrifices when you're really unclear about the future or you're really scared and you have a fear of not knowing what the future holds for you. You could be somebody who is a little bit more resistant to change. I mean, we are, we love our habits and to make a change in any of our habits can be really uncomfortable and making sacrifices often involves changing routines that we have established. And so It can be met with resistance because we don't want to do something different. If we have something that works for us, then why would we change it? Um, You could have a loss aversion. So you may tend to fear losses more um, more than the gains. So sacrificing something for you can feel like a loss and our brains want us to avoid that feeling of loss. So that might be too much for you. So for you, you may not, you may not want to get into that place that you feel like you have to sacrifice. Um, you could be in a place that you, that you have mounting social pressure where you want to fit in. And if you start to make these sacrifices and start getting to a place that is where you want to be, maybe you're going to set yourself apart from people in the group and maybe there are some consequences to that and maybe you're not going to be part of that group anymore and that could be so overwhelming to you that maybe that's a reason that you don't want to take the sacrifice. Another one could be the perceived difficulty of making the change. You know, it could feel like the sacrifice is too great or too difficult and maybe it's only for right now but it may require way too much effort for you and that 
that alone can deter you from taking any action or kind of keeps you stuck on where you are because you're not ready to sacrifice. Um, I think a lot is also about like the sensory appeals. So, you know, I think a lot of times people feel like they want to eat their certain foods and they feel like if they are going to do something when it comes to their health, that they don't want to give up these foods that cause them, that give them a lot of pleasure. And it can be really difficult to resist it. So I think that like sensory appeal or that loss of feeling like you're going to have to give up things that you really love to do also can feel too much to make the change. Um, and then I think the the bigger thing is just that it can be a whole bunch of these things. I mean, I think for you, it's just trying to figure out like what kind of limits you, what are the things that, that you get scared to do when you are trying to decide, you know, I think we all say that we want to make these changes and then we want to be healthy, but actually implementing that is way harder. So for you trying to figure out what are some of the things, what are some of the things that you're scared to sacrifice in order to get what you want? And maybe there's multiple things. Maybe you're somebody who like, you're really scared of something, of not knowing what is ahead of you and you're really resistant to change and you want to fit in a a certain social circle. All of those things may outweigh the desire that you have to get healthy because you want to feel these other things instead because for whatever reason, that's a place where maybe you need those other emotions. So again, trying to figure out like what are the what is the root of going on with you and what you're thinking when it comes to sacrifices because again, so much of making any health, wellness, or self-care change is really kind of the things that you're telling yourself or the mindset that you have or just kind of where you are right now in your life. I want you to think about somebody who has like all of the things that you want, right? Can you think of somebody, somebody who you feel like you don't really probably see what they're doing. You probably don't see the mindset stuff that they're doing, but you want what they have, right? And I think a lot of times we're like, oh, they, they sacrifice too much and I don't want to sacrifice. Or maybe you feel like that they're just really lucky and they just kind of got what they wanted. And sure, I think that there are people that get lucky, but I also think that there's things that we can be doing um, that maybe we're holding ourselves back for. But some of the things that they may be doing that maybe you're not consciously um, aware of or maybe that you're not willing to sacrifice is they could be waking up early and not staying in that warm bed when the alarm clock goes off. Or maybe they're getting in that workout even though they're really exhausted at the end of the day and they just want to lie on the couch. They're no different than you. The only difference is is that they're taking action. And the action might not even be that great. It might just be so small. But if they can do it consistently, they can get there. You know, they might be the people who are writing out their weekly to-do list and staying staying on top of the goals that they have. Maybe there's somebody who's setting goals. Um, It's the people who are going to fail over and over again and try to keep changing their routine and being uncomfortable. That's where you're going to, that's what those people are doing. They're no different than you. And these are the people who are, you know, reflecting on their day and how their day went. But one of the things I want to tell you is, is that these things that are, are all doable for all of you, 
if you want to do something and you're afraid to sacrifice, let's talk about how we can reframe this idea of sacrifice so that you don't feel like you're giving something up, but rather you are gaining something instead, right? So it's this idea of reframing so that instead of feeling like you're losing, that you can feel like, oh, but look what I have ahead of me and look at all the things I'm gaining. So reframing this idea of sacrifices when you are making a health change can really help make the process more manageable and more sustainable. I think most humans are able to sacrifice when it's the short term, but again, when we have health, wellness, and self-care changes that usually take a little bit more time, that's when it come, becomes, I think, a little bit harder because it's how do we maintain that um, and sustain that level of what we perceive as sacrifice. And so, again, this idea of reframing may come into play here because if we're able to focus on and shift your perspective to emphasize what you're gaining and the positive aspects that come along with that, then I think it feels like it's a little bit more doable and it can keep us and help us stay motivated along the way. And I hesitate to stay motivated, but what I mean is, is that I think the more that you do, the more changes that you make, the more excited you get to keep moving forward. And I think that's where the motivation comes in. It's like that you can start to see the results of your sacrifice. Where I think it gets more difficult is if you aren't seeing the results and you're not seeing it quick enough. And I think as humans, that's where we get stuck because we want big results, but we don't want to, we don't want it to take time. We want it to happen right away. And so as part of reframing that, I want you to start thinking about some of the things that you can do all of the time so that you can maintain that level of not feeling like you're sacrificing for as long as you need to, to get to the goal that you desire. So one of the things that we talk about on here is self-care. So when we're talking about this idea of reframing sacrifice and having this mindset shift that we are making a healthy change or whatever change it is you desire, some of the things that we can do are focusing on how that is going to help you in the future, right? Reframing and seeing how all of these things can, that you feel like you're sacrificing right now can actually present positively in your health journey and then also in your life in general. And so one of the things is to focus on self-care. So instead of viewing any of the changes or the sacrifices you feel like you have to make, really starting to see it as a place that you're doing these changes because you're trying to improve your well-being and overall improve your quality of life. And that in itself can be seen as an act of self-care for you. Now, I understand this concept may be really difficult, especially if you're not in a place that you feel like you have a lot of that extra self-love or self-care to give yourself. And so perhaps then you may need to do the next thing, which is emphasize the benefits. 
So concentrate on the benefits that you'll gain from making healthier choices. A lot of times for women, it's always going to be, ugh, it's always weight loss. But I think some of the other things as you start to get older, especially is that you're improving your health overall, your numbers, such as your cholesterol and your, um, your blood sugar numbers may be much better. You may feel like you are on top of your health risk and you see your doctor regularly. You may feel an increased energy. That's a really good one. Um, you may feel like overall that you are stronger, that you feel better. Um, and all of these things go with improved self-esteem, um, improved mood in general. And overall, that leads to a longer, more fulfilling life because not only are you doing the things that make you feel good, but you're also keeping and doing those things for yourself that make you feel good. And I think ultimately, if we're able to do that, emphasize all the benefits, um, then it's a little bit easier to, to make that sacrifice. Again, I think that you're going to probably have to do a couple things here. I don't know that if you just say, hey, I'm going to emphasize all the benefits. I think we all do that when we want to make a health change. Like, hey, there's going to be so many great things, but what will help us keep moving forward is I think more than that. So some of the other things I would say is to set positive goals and um, things that we'll talk a little, a tiny bit about language, but I think it's like reframing your goals in a, in a positive way. So instead of saying, um, I'm giving up all junk food, maybe you kind of talk and change that language is I'm choosing to eat more foods that may be a little bit more nourishing and what that food will do for you. So I think a lot of times, especially when it comes to food, we, that's a really big sacrifice. And when women go on diets, it's always this, and I've done it too. So this is how I know it, but it's always like, well, I don't know the next time I'm going to eat chocolate chip cookies. So I'm going to have a whole bunch of them this weekend. And then I'll, I'll like, you know, I'll make all these sacrifices and I'll just be in a place that I'm unhappy because I'll never eat chocolate chip cookies. Well, first I would say you can still eat chocolate chip cookies, but the second part with this would be to say that like, it's really in the language. If you're telling yourself like I'm giving up something, then you're not going to want to do it. But if you can kind of start to emphasize like, okay, I'm going to eat less of these foods that I love. I can still have them, but I'm going to try to eat other things too that can really give me that feeling that I'm nourishing my body and I'm giving my body what it's asking for and what my body needs. That also may be really helpful. And that's probably some of the things that people are doing along the way as they're making changes that nobody talks about. It's just these things that you have this like mindset shift that you probably don't even know that you're doing. And so really starting to reframe that and start to not always emphasize the things that you're giving up, but how, you know, what you can do to make those things and eat things that'll make you feel better. I think that's really the emphasis on there. Also celebrate your small wins. So acknowledging your, acknowledging and celebrating your achievements along the way, because in a health journey, it's not just one step. It's like a million little steps that get you to the bigger goal. And so 
if you never celebrate the small steps, it's going to be really hard to keep moving forward. So each small step that you take should be a victory and um, whatever you need to do to celebrate that small win and positively reinforce that small win really does help you reframe your mindset and help you keep moving forward. And that's the more important thing. You're going to have periods that you get stuck. Anything on a health journey isn't just forward motion. It's not. It's usually like a step forward, two steps back, a step forward, three step backs. It's that it's that pushing and pulling. And But ultimately, the goal is to just keep moving forward. It doesn't matter how long it takes you. It just matters that you move forward. And so celebrating those small wins is a way that you can continue to do that when life feels really tough and you don't feel like making that change anymore or that sacrifice. Creating a supportive environment, I think, is key. Surrounding yourself with people who support your health goals and provide encouragement. Um, The research supports this, that a supportive community can make that journey more positive. So for you, if you're not invested in a community, I would say go in podcasts and books and whatever you can do to keep you in a place that can just remind you of what you want and that you're not far away from what it is you want. And even if you feel like you're far away, that it can just give you that encouragement um, to just keep taking that tiny step forward every day reframing your language. So we'll probably talk more about this in future episodes, but this idea of using more positive and empowering language when discussing your health goals. So instead of saying, I can't, because if you keep saying that, you're not going to be able to do it. Instead say, I choose not to, because I think this is where we get stuck is that it's your choice, that you are making the choice whether you want to move forward and you are making the choice to stay where you are. And I know that seems, and it sounds like it can be harsh, but I think that if you're able to give yourself and tell yourself that it's your choice, then there is some shift that occurs and empowers you Um, to either take action or to get to a place that you can accept where you are right now. So if you are someone out there saying that you can't do it, say instead, I choose not to so that you can feel more empowered. Because all of this, when it comes to health, it doesn't mean that you have to do it right now if you're not in a place that you can't, but it's to start getting to a place that you can shift your mindset and your language around it so that hopefully in the future you can get to a place that you can say, I can, um, and start moving forward. So just kind of focusing on your language so that you can empower yourself. Always remember the why. Um, really dig deep into how you can keep your motivations at the forefront of your mind. Reconnect with the reasons why you want to make the change. It can be for you. It can be so that, I mean, ultimately it has to be something for you. Um, But I think sometimes people start with, oh, I want to do this for my kid because we're so used to not doing stuff for ourselves. So really remembering what your why is and what why you want to achieve that specific goal is really important. Tracking your progress is helpful too. I think it it kind of helps you um, celebrate the small win- wins along the way. So if you need to use it in a journal 
Whatever that looks like for you is tracking your progress. Some people like to take pictures of themselves so that when they're in a place three months later and they're making these changes, they can look back and say, oh, look how far I've come. But it doesn't have to be that. It can be taking measurements if you're trying to figure out if you can get stronger, taking a tape measure and taking measurements. It can be looking back in a journal because I think a lot of times we focus on the physical stuff because that's the easier stuff to change. But it can also be like, what is changing in your mindset? How has your mindset changed? And going back and looking at old journals or old goals that you set and saying like, oh my gosh, I've achieved them. Or looking back at your mindset and being like, well, I don't think that anymore. All of that stuff helps, especially when you're on the journey that tends to be a little bit longer as health goals typically are. You know, always knowing that there's healthcare professionals out there that can help you and they can help you reframe your mindset. And that can be either with a dietitian like myself or, you know, seeking the help of um, a mental health professional, which I always talk about that I use has really helped me with my mindset as that is their, that's like right in their wheelhouse. And then lastly, just practicing patience, understanding that any change that you're going to do takes time and to kind of know that going into it and to know that being patient with yourself and recognizing that the sacrifices you're making now is an investment into your well-being for the future um, is something that I think that we all recognize, but when we're feeling like we're making sacrifices, it's really hard to tap into that. So just kind of knowing that like and going into it that you know it's going to take time and trying to find um, some things along the way that can remind you of how far you've come and where you are now. I think that will really help you with allowing yourself to be a little bit more patient. So by reframing the concept of sacrifices and emphasizing the positive aspects of your health journey and knowing that any of the sacrifices you're making today are an investment into your future, into yourself, into your family, um, I think we, we did talk about, um, generational health and it, it's that way too. Like the sacrifices that you're making, not only just helps you, it can help future generations. You're impacting lots of people, um, with the changes that you're making. So remember that you're not giving up anything. You're gaining a healthier, happier life and doing the things and showing up for yourself in a way that perhaps maybe you weren't before and that's going to help give you that feeling of positivity as well. Now, if you're somebody who needs to focus on the losses because you are like, oh my gosh, there's so many things that I'm losing, I want to review some losses that maybe it's good that you lose along the way. Because I think to just be like, hey, I'm going to be positive is such an easy shift to go into for some people. And then other people, it's hard to buy into it. So some of the things that if you focus on the losses, I want you to think about that maybe you want to lose are things like that we need to lose along the journey are maybe we lose the self-criticism or maybe we lose the negative self-talk that um, you, you know, that you don't get to a place that you can't do it anymore, that you feel like, oh my gosh, I can do it. Maybe you lose along the way, the self-hatred for your body or the constant worrying about fitting into your clothes or the fear that you'll see someone you haven't seen in 30 years and feel so embarrassed by your appearance. 
maybe you'll lose that feeling of being disappointed in yourself constantly because you're not showing up for yourself again. Or maybe you'll lose the fear of feeling out of control with food or you'll lose the people in your life that you're surrounding yourself with, but who aren't going to go with you. They're going to just hold you back. And maybe that's a good thing if you lose them, no matter how painful it may feel at the time, because you're ultimately gaining yourself. Maybe you lose the poor energy, the lack of sleep and vitality and the joint pain that you have. Or maybe you'll lose the feeling that if you don't do something that you wanted to do, or you didn't make that sacrifice today, that it's all over. And you focus instead on the path forward and that, you know, you don't have to be on this diet train of on the diet, off the diet, on the diet, off the diet. So maybe you lose that whole mentality of, you know, quick sacrifices, quick gains, and you start to think about things in a way that's looking at the longer term and the longer changes and the longer lasting impact of those changes. So in conclusion, really, despite all the reluctance that we as humans have in sacrificing, we're also capable of making those sacrifices in order to achieve the, the, the things that you desire and to achieve the health, wellness, and self-care goals that you deserve. But it's, un- it's important to understand what are some of the things or some of the some of your thoughts around sacrificing and what you think could work for you, what are, and I would pick multiple strategies that could help you, um, keep you in a place that you can keep moving forward because the idea of sacrifices becomes something more of what you're gaining and the things that you are losing are maybe things that you're meant to lose. A lot of times I think we focus on like, I want to lose weight. I want to lose this, but there's so many things that come along, you know, that we just talked about that are really way more important than that. Like the way you talk to yourself and how you feel about your body and the fear of feeling out of control and all of those things that are probably going to be way more um, beneficial in the long run for you. So understanding the potential benefits and the long-term rewards associated with those sacrifices can be a really powerful motivator for change. And I would start to say, like, think about all of this as a reinvestment into your future. And if you never take that risk or you never make that sacrifice, then you never make that investment into who you are. You'll never grow And in five years, you're probably going to be in the same place as where you are today. So whatever it is that you can do today, think about it. What is something that you can do today that may seem super tiny, but in the long term can get you to where you want to be? So start small and just take one step forward. It's progress over perfection. You're going to fail you're going to fall off the path, but you just get back on. That's the only way to do this is to keep consistent. So I thank you guys for listening today and I will see you guys back here next week.